This West Ham season preview edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast and on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parley Play. Parley Play is a lead pipe lock-in for Parley and player props. Go to parleyplay.io. Use a promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Uh, we are continuing, or shall I say, finishing our 20-day, 20-team uh, season preview for the Premier League. Uh, like those marathon runners, you know, at the end, we're getting a tinfoil blanket on in a Mars bar, Baz. Uh, we've done it. We no longer have to spend all this time together. Are you, uh, are you happy about this or is it making you cry? Bye, cool. I'm delighted. I'm delighted we're over it, to be honest. Um it's been attritional, hasn't it? It's been a been a slog. I think um, those who joined us at the beginning probably found us far more enthusiastic about these season previews uh, than the ones joining us at the end. But um, oh, yeah. you see, I don't think that's true. I think I've maintained a level of uh, yeah. professionalism all the way through. But I'm, I'm suffering with fatigue. Um, so yeah, sorry to those who've had to wait twenty episodes. West Ham fans have had to wait twenty episodes. We had a bit of a. Uh, Bit of, bit of grief from uh, Villa fan last night, didn't we? Saying, how long have yeah. I got to wait for this Villa one? So we, we pushed him in number 18. We got, got Yeah, we actually moved that entire show up one spot just because one man complained. Because Wayne, Wayne got in touch and complained. To be fair, he said he's listened to every single one. So uh, he deserved to get his West his Villa show out a, a day early. Um, so yeah, almost at, at the end. Um I said to you today it's been quite fitting that we've waited till last to do West Ham because they've done absolutely nothing in the transfer market until today. It's all happened. Uh, and then it's all happening, so we will have something to talk about in terms of uh, West Ham transfer activity. Yeah, we'll get on to that in a minute. The, the plan for the next 20 minutes or so is to have a look at how we think West Ham might go in the upcoming season. we make some betting picks based on our opinions um, and we'll have a look at the uh, Fantasy Premier League as well, see if there's any West Ham players that might make it on to our radar. And one of the first things we've done in all of these shows, Baz, general West Ham United-related thoughts, where how much we don't like them. Because uh, we don't like anyone, it's not a problem. We don't expect you to like us either. Uh, West Ham, Baz? Not bothered. Not really. Not bothered. No, what about you? I, I don't know. I feel like they're a team I should dislike more than I do. Um, yeah. No. I know what you mean, yeah, because not many, I don't think generally they're very well liked. Like, I don't think they are a popular set of fans or, or team amongst other people, but I'm just not that bothered. But then I think and that goes back to the old 70s hooligan days, though, doesn't it? They, were yeah, all, they had a bit of a reputation, so that's just, I mean, like modern football, really, there isn't much. They've kind of... Done very similar to Newcastle and sort of gone up and down the divisions a little bit. Um, whenever we were back in the 80s when we were in Division Two, West Ham were up sometimes there. Um, I've been to West Ham twice, Baz, so 
The second time was at the new stadium uh, under Rafa Benitez, and we never got a kick of the ball at all. We had a good day. We went to Soccer AM in the morning uh, with the kids. Me and Lee took the two kids, and that makes it sound like a couple. Well, we're not. Me and me, me, me Lee, and we've got a child each. Uh, and we took the kids. So we went to Soccer AM. Jimmy Bullard was on, and it was at, uh, Tony Bellew, the event. It was all right, you know. Uh, it was quite good fun. The kids enjoyed having a look around. Uh, we got shown around the studios. We managed to get in the um, Soccer Saturday studio as they were recording Soccer Saturday. Uh, and they went to adverts and like Jeff Stelling beckoned the lads over. And they just ran around the set like that, waving their arms about for 30 seconds while the adverts were on. And then quickly had to run off while the producer was shitting the pants that they were going to be on screen when they came back. Uh, and then we went to West Ham for the T-time kickoff and I've got absolutely battered. Um, it was in the midst of the who's better Declan Rice or Sean Longstaff argument and then Sean Longstaff hurt his knee and was never the same for about two years uh, obviously Declan Rice has gone on to great things uh, and Lobby's on his way back actually uh, he's closing the gap again between the two but the other time I went and this was a wait is it a better story you tell me Buzz uh, were you a big Sabutio player Buzz not massively no no but I, I mean you're aware I had friends who had Sabutio, so I, I would play occasionally. But I was never very good at it. If you bought Sabutio set any time from 83 up until, I would say, the mid-90s, there's a picture on the box, the big box where you got the like the original set that's had the pitch, the goals, two teams, like your starter pack. Uh, and it was Luther Blissett getting around the back stick for Watford, sticking one into the top of the roof of the net at Upton Park in 1983. And I was at that match. West Ham v Watford, when I was like eight years old. Family trip to London. Uh, this was in the days before men went shopping. So the women went shopping, like my mum and my auntie and that. Uh, and we went to football. So my dad, Uncle Colin, me, and went to football, went to watch West Ham v Watford. And I didn't really remember anything about it, but I know that Luther Bliss had knocked that in after three minutes. Uh, West Ham came back to win 2-1. And it was always reminded of us ever since, because whenever I went in, I used to get a lot of Sabutio stuff. Um, but that picture was on the box the whole time like. um, but yeah not really I, see, I can't remember any really the, we got the 8-1 there when we played we had three goalkeepers famously in the 1980s uh, Peter Beardsley ended up in goal we lost the 8-1 um, but yeah there's not that many memorable games really West Ham have sort of they've had a couple of good good seasons I think um, what surprised both of us Baz we said at the end of last year was how much we kind of enjoyed watching them win that cup. Like, uh, are you twisting your face a bit now? I'm sure at the time you were all right with it. This has I'm gone away a bit now. As well, though, I didn't care. I mean, I'm not. I didn't. I wasn't hugely bothered, but I wasn't sitting there cheering them on in the final or anything. I no, really I knew that was that. And obviously, when they started throwing pine cups at people and things like that, yeah, thinking, I hope they get beat. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just. Um, I suppose, like, obviously we've never had that, you know, and when you were watching that, you were watching the, the subsequent celebrations. You kind of, you know, I was just thinking, how could you not, how could you be grudge, sort of a fellow football supporter? It was at a similar time with you, so like similar time as you over the years. How can you, how can you be grudge them that trophy? Like, and I was all right with it, um, where I just must be getting a little bit less um, bitter and twisted than I always was. Um, any West Ham fans who have uh, found this late before the season starts, um, yeah, can you come and join us regularly? We do two shows a week. 
pick show, the first pick show will be going out live um, soon, but uh, you probably missed that because this isn't going out loud. Um, but we give out picks for all the Premier League games on a weekend. Uh, we'll review them on a Sunday or a Monday night with any midweek stuff, any AFL or Champions League, European, international, whatever's going on. Uh, we'll have a look around and we make some picks. We sometimes do okay. Uh, Barry dominated the AFL last weekend, 60 to 1. Uh, w put out in a 90 to 1 um, underdog treble. Gave out three underdogs and they all hit uh, for a 90 to 1 actor. Uh, sometimes we do okay, sometimes not so much, but we always have a giggle doing it. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Google. Uh, Twitter is at SGPN Premier. And YouTube is Premier League Gambling Podcast. We've got a listener league for fantasy. We'll give the code out for that when we come to that in a little while. Uh, but we can get stuck into West Ham. I'll tell you first about our Patreon, uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon, um, for exclusive access to contests like the NFL Win Totals Contest. It's got a $1,000 uh, first place prize. That's a lot of money. Um, they've also got weekly contests for the patrons, the SGP Stories podcast. The Discord channel is a beauty. Um, so, yeah, you can help us in the rage against corporate gambling. Uh, do your part. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. So by the numbers, but as West Ham finished last year, 14th position with 40 points. To win the league, they are 500 to 1. Top four finish is 40 to 1. Top six finish is 14 to 1. The top half finish is 13 to 8. Uh, bottom half is 4 to 9. Relegation is 8 to 1. To finish dead last, they are 40 to 1. And on the handicap, they're getting 39 points. Um, like I say, this is a weird day to join West Ham. I think we haven't done them last on purpose. However, it's fallen quite nicely because if we'd done them one day last week, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. It would have been a bit negative. However, today, there's kind of pluses and minuses because they've done some business today. Uh, they picked up Harry Maguire. We've both said, um, I think that's a, a decent signing. Like, I mean, uh, this is a player who's played international football to a high standard, um, played very well for England in those tournaments. And any player can have a bad run at a club. And obviously, it doesn't make them a terrible player. Maguire will be absolutely fine. Um, and then just about 20 minutes ago, um, James Ward-Prowse uh, was confirmed. I've got the here we go off Fabrizio Romano to say James Ward-Prowse is signed. Really good player. Um, a replacement for Declan Rice, who they lost to Arsenal for all that money. Um, however, on the flip side, there's been talk of um, Lewis Pacatar uh, heading off to Manchester City, subject of a £70 million bid. So, um, Baz, what did you make of all of that today? Well, I mean, it's something that needed to happen, wasn't it? I think um, they're finally getting around to doing some business. I think they just needed to be far more active in the transfer market earlier than this because the race saga went on and on and on, but we all knew where it was going to end up. He was going to go regardless of, of how long it took. And it just seems mad that they've got to two or three days before the season starts, having not signed anybody. Um, so I think the signings that have come in are, are good. Uh, I think Maguire is another one who needs the move. Uh, he hasn't just turned shit overnight. Um, I think he'll do okay. Uh, and Ward Prowse is quality. Um, he's not Declan Rice, uh, but he's 70 million cheaper than Declan Rice and he'll do a good job. And 
chip in with some goals because that's where I think the problem is here. Yeah, I just don't know where the goals are coming from, really, for, with West Ham. Um, I mean, I think the Europa League last year clouded over what was a, a very poor season for him. I said on last night, so I think David Moyes would have been gone from West Ham if not for the Europa run, which which gave him a bit of a stay of execution. Listen, I mean, West Ham's will take a poor season and a trophy all day long. Absolutely. They, they had all the glory at the end of it and everything else is quickly forgotten about. Um, but I think they're going to have to up their game. And I just think they should have been a bit more active, a bit quicker. I mean, great bringing in James Ward-Prowse, but if the next thing that happens is Pakatar goes to Man City, they're looking light again already. Um, and Antonio is another one who might yet leave being linked with a Saudi move. Um, so they've already lost Rice, Skamaka, Vlasic, Masawaka. Um, I just think that I still think it's going to be a hard start to the season for West Ham personally. Yeah, I think um, that European trophy absolutely polished the third of what was an awful season because even up until when did we went and beat them 5 1 down at their place? And that was in April. Um, and at that point, they were right in the shit, absolutely right in the shit. They did put all their eggs in one basket in the last European trophy. And if they'd won that and got relegated, I mean, as a Newcastle fan, I would snap your hand off to exchange. Uh, I would exchange that. That's absolutely no problem at all. Um, but they were absolutely terrible for large parts of the season. I mean, they lost seven games in eight between October and mid-January. And really, it was four home wins, four important home wins, Baz, against Everton, Forest, Southampton and Leeds. Um, so two relegated teams, Everton and Forest, who were absolutely awful away from home. Uh, West Ham's away form was shocking. They won three and drew three of 19 games. Um, so they played a very, very dangerous game, West Ham. Um, they've lost the best player. Um, they only scored 42 goals last season. And like you said, Baz, I just don't know where the goals are going to come from. Um, they've got some good players. Jared Bowen is an excellent player. Um, Ward Prowse is an excellent player. Don't mind McGuire at the back. Um, I'm just really not keen. I just There's nothing different to last season when they weren't very good. And as always at West Ham, a little bit like Newcastle pre-oil money, they seem to lurch from crisis to crisis. Like they had a, what an unbelievable opportunity on the back of a European trophy win to just build a foundation, just to set a floor. Right, this is our floor now. We'll add him, we'll add him, we'll add him. And then it's okay, we're going to get ransacked for our best player. Let's spend the money pretty quickly on one, two, three players that we need. And they just haven't done that. Like the owners have perpetually had this uneasy relationship with the supporters. Um, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tricky. Like you do get the the impression that there's an implosion always around the corner. You gave out David Moyes last night, didn't you? We did the um, we did the million pound show, and you gave out David Moyes as a possibility in the sack race. Um, as far as bets go, Baz, I've got them in. 15th place and the signings that they made today don't really move that needle for me I like Ward Prowse he's good however he's just replacing West Ham and he was great last year and Southampton got relegated 
So it's not like he's going to drag the team by the bootstraps and pick up 12 or 15 points on his own. Um, I think there's enough bad teams to keep them up. Um, it's hard to pick a bet for them because obviously I don't think they'll go down. I don't think they'll be sniffing the top six or the top half particularly. Certainly not the top half at 13 to 8. The handicap doesn't interest me even a little bit. So I've got two picks here. I've, I have found one positive one um, because the first one's going to be a bit of a Debbie Downer for West Ham fans. Um, and it's West Ham to finish below Nottingham Forest. Um, and that price is 9 to 4 plus 225. Uh, I think Forest finished the season well, have consolidated. I think they're going to go okay. And I don't see why they won't do better uh, than West Ham. The positive one, which I picked out, it's a top scorer pick, Baz, because who's it going to be? Do you know what I mean? Um, you just said, Scamacca's is gone. We don't know about Antonio. They might go and sign a striker between now and the transfer window closing. Uh, a £40 million striker who might go and get them 10 or 12 goals, you know, and that person will be heading the market. At this point, lead, you've got Jared Bowen leading the market. Um, he's at 11-8 to eight plus 137. Six goals last year. So doesn't look a particularly competitive heat like. Uh, I've got two options here. I've considered Danny Ings just because he might have to play. You've got to stand someone up front. And he's not a terrible striker. Like, you know, if, he's, if he played 34 games, he would get 10 goals. Um, however, I'm going to go with Saeed Ben-Rama at 13-2 because he is going to play. He got six goals last year, the same as Bowen, yet he's five times the price of Bowen. Um, and he gets on set pieces as well, gets on penalties, gets on free kicks. I think he's a good player. Um, they haven't got a huge amount of alternatives. So it wouldn't take many for, for Ben-Rama Eight, nine, ten goals. I might win this, so uh, that would be my positive one. In West Ham. Ben Rama top scorer, thirteen to two, plus six fifty bats. Yeah, so I, I, the same as you. I'm I'm quite low on West Ham this season. Um, I think they'll more likely be struggling towards the bottom end and challenging around the sort of top ten mark. Um, so for that reason, it is hard to find a match where you. Th- can find sort of West Ham to finish above anyone because the teams I do finish think they'll finish above against. Um, sort of the boogies and the prices are a bit short. So I'll put out again what I said last night. I think Moyes to be the first manager sacked is still one I like. I think he doesn't even have to have a terrible start for him to get the sack. Um, I think he's on a very short leash with both club and fans. Um, he's 4-1, to one, Malcolm. So we didn't have a price last night because Lopetegui had just gone. Uh, so four to one, Moyes first to go. Um, I'd looked at the score market and thought the same. Bowen eleven to eight is a bit too short, so need need to look elsewhere. And, and I, I was looking at the same sort of things: Ben Rama and Ings. I feel they've got to bring a striker in. Surely there must be a forward coming in. That's the only concern on that front. Yeah. So I'm uh, very much like you, Malcolm. I've got Moyes to go first at four to one, and then I've I found a team to finish above them rather than West Ham to finish above a particular team because I can't get a decent price on any of those. Um, yeah. It's Burnley for me. I think Burnley will finish above West Ham at 13 to 8, uh, which is plus 187. No, that's 15 to 8. You get that wrong every day, Bas. Plus yeah. 162. 62. That's the one. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, certainly, if you're low on a team, we've said this before, I've got West Ham finishing 15, so there's no value in them to finish above the teams I've got down there, Luton, 
Bournemouth, Everton, Sheffield United. So, you, unfortunately, you've got to pick. There is value in those teams that you think are going to go okay, Burnley and Forest. Um, when they get this Ward Prousing over the line, that he would interest me as a top scorer, just because he might nick these Ben Rahm for the same reason he's given Ben Rahm. Right? You'll nick these set pieces. Um, he might get on penalties. Hey, he scored, scored from over play. If he gets to eight, I mean, West Ham don't have a very good record of signing strikers, particularly. I think Skabak is a really good player. Um, he'll go back to Italy. And that's one of those sods law things. He'll go back to Italy. He'll knock in 17 league goals this year. But they did it with Haller, who came in and couldn't hit a cow's arse with a banjo. He went back to Germany and finds the onion bag. Um, yeah, they've done, they've done this quite a lot. They should get Andy Carroll back, first. That's what they should do. Um, yeah, so there you go. There's a, you know, a couple of options there for the happy hammers. Um, Fantasy League, we will have a look at in a moment. I'll tell you about our new sponsor here. It's exciting. Uh, Parley Play. Um, Parley Play is a excellent way of getting down on your favourite uh, Parley player props. Football season right around the corner. Parley Play, you've got all your props. Parley Play is available in a ton of states, including California and Texas. Plus, for our friends north of the border, uh, Parley Play is available in a bunch of Canadian provinces. When you sign up with a code, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. Parley Play, we like you, is the Manchester City, Arsenal, Newcastle, anyway, TriCast at 10 to 1. Head over to parleyplay.io, use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Parleyplay.io, promo code SGP. Uh, Fantasy League, Baz, I mean, you're a massive fantasy expert. You're probably one of the best players in the country, you've said before many times. So, uh, West Ham players, Baz, who you, who you fancy? Yeah, yeah I definitely didn't say that. Um, this, the standout is, is obviously Bowen at 7 million uh, because at the moment you, you struggle to see where else the goals are coming from. Um, Antonio Ings wouldn't interest me at all. But Bowen at 7 million for a midfielder, um, potentially. Uh, he won't be in a team to start the season. And there's not many that stand out, really. They didn't have a single defender over 100 points last season. And that's sort of your, your starting point from all of your defenders. Even your sort of, you know, you get Botman at 4.5 million, who, who will probably get you 100 points. Um the only players to break 100 points last season was Bowen, Ben Rama, who you've mentioned, and Fabianski broke the 100 last season. But there is a question mark over how safe Fabianski's starting role is in goal. Ariola could yet find himself starting. And even if he doesn't start the season, it might be something that could change within a few games. If Ariola does come in, he'll find himself in a lot of squads because at 4 million, he's at the bottom price. You just pick him up as your second keeper and roll him out according to the fixtures. Um, so for me at the moment, um, Bowen and possibly Ariola if he starts. But until we get any details in terms of Ward Prowse's price and things like that, and who else comes in, nothing else for me, Malcolm. There's not a, not a huge amount to get excited about fantasy wise from from West Ham for me. Uh, I forgot to shout out the Listener League, Baz. Uh, we've got a Listener League in West Ham fans listening to this. Uh, come and play, fun. Um, We've got some money up for grabs, 150 quid. We've got the Egg in a Cup Cup. We've got some merch, uh, which I am sporting this evening. Um, so come and uh, get involved in the league. The league code is CVVQAB, which is Cool Valencia Valencia. 
Quasi Alan Bishop. Uh, which call was that directing, Baz? Joe. Ah, Carlton it was. Carlton. Uh, Carlton. Yeah, which, um, which Alan? Um, oh, he was the fullback. Can't remember which one now, though. What's his name? Alan. You tell me. Martin Allen is the answer. No, uh, so, yeah, CVV, QAB, Nigel Quasi. We haven't had many teams with a Q, so I was delighted when Nigel Quasi popped up. Uh, Wayne Quinn played for West Ham as well, but he's, he's made it into about nine of these different phonetic, uh, <laughs> phonetic teams that we've given out. Yeah, West Ham don't keep enough clean sheets and they only scored 42 goals. The defenders didn't contribute uh, to many of them going forwards, full-backs bombing on, etc. I've got Ariola in my squad at the moment, Baz. I'm rocking two four million goalkeepers. Uh, this is the new template, apparently, Baz. It's a new thing. You've got loads of money to spend. I've got Turner from Forest and Ariola both in there at four. Still a chance Turner doesn't start, but isn't there? They, they might sign another keeper yet. They're still keen on Henderson. Turner could. Yeah, turn maybe. Yeah, second. Yeah, but it for the moment, he looks all right. Um, yeah, I don't think Forrest will keep many clean sheets either. I might have to address that, but I do have Ariola in there. I quite like Thomas Suchek. Um, he always looks like he's got a bit more ceiling to me. He looks like he, scored, he should score more goals than he does. He did get 100 points last year, um, bang on, and he's very, very cheap. But you could put him in if West Ham start playing better, if they start being a reliable team, really. Uh, and other than that, you've absolutely covered it, Baz. Um, it's born in Ben Rama, um, and you don't want West Ham because, unfortunately, we've said that we're quite low on them, Baz. So, yeah, that's that. Um, anything else you want to uh, add about West Ham United, Baz, before we wrap up this entire 20-team ridiculous project? That brings it to a conclusion for me, Amalgam. It's been a pleasure. Do you think you might cry? No. Nah. No, he's not going to cry. I haven't got time to cry. We're about to record the next Oh, yeah. We're about time. to do our picks. Oh, yeah. 16 minutes. Um, fantastic. Yeah. West Ham fans, if this is your first time listening, uh, yeah, come and join us. It's good fun. Uh, like I said, we might pick you a winner. You can join the YouTube um, live shows, which will be scheduled. You'll uh, put up on YouTube if you if you subscribe on YouTube and give us a thumbs up. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a good season, West Ham. We hope you finish much higher than 15th. Uh, good luck with all of that. Good luck with your picks. Thanks, everyone who listened. Uh, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.